Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss. The lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision. Every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Hello guys and welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Hour. I am joined by Jordan and I'm joined by Stevie. And in this episode, this bonus episode, additional episode of the week, we talk about a whole array of things from the worst job we've ever had to the most awkward moments at those jobs. And Jordan even, yeah, even gives us a very special rant. Oh, mate. Here's a clip. That's definitely on that screen. Yeah. (laughs) So where's the fucking sour cream? (laughs) Gareth, where is the sour cream? Welcome back to Jack Mates Happy Hour. It's your main man, Jack, in the seat, repping the ginger stubble. I've got Jordan, Boom. aka Doody Rani, to my right, repping the baby metal. That's it. Bit of baby metal. If you know, you know. And I don't. And to my left, we've got Stevie White, White, White. I'm going to let it go this time because it's, it's happened enough now. Just let it go. But that is not the second time you've introduced Jordan before me. You I'm don't... starting to feel. Forgotten about don't already. Get all, don't get all pedantic about it. I'm emotional. Honestly, I start. Yeah, to be fair, I started to introduce you first back in the day. Then I went to start to introduce. No, I started to introduce Alex first. Then yeah. I went to you, now, and then I went oh, to you, and then. Ooh. And look what happened once Alex stopped getting introduced. <laughs> yeah. oh. Your time is numbered. I have told. I, I have. I have told you this is basically me doing. A Make a Wish Foundation. You have said that, that and it, it really felt nice to hear that as well. <laughs> Fucking hate you. You're not ill though. No. Right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like wishful thinking. Yeah. (laughs) No, so this is an episode, um, starring just us three, obviously, and we are going to be talking about, obviously, two of us sat at this table as a YouTuber, uh, are YouTubers, and and the other guy does a job that we don't talk about, or we're not allowed to talk about, but I do try and drip little bits of information out when I can. You do. Um, We can maybe talk a a bit in this podcast about what you do, give away a few clues and stuff, as long as we don't really say anything too far. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, But what we will be doing this podcast is we're going to be leaving all of the YouTube stuff at the fucking door, right? Because it's scum. It's complete scum. We're actually going to be talking about the old previous jobs that I've had, that you've had. Yeah. Um, and telling stories about it. So uh, all you muggles out there will be able to relate to this one. (laughs) Back in the day. (laughs) I'm just here to judge you both. No, you've done done jobs before your job. 
Yeah. What's the worst job you've ever had? I actually once worked for those charities where you go oh, around knocking on doors. Yeah. Oh, no, when you go around them. knocking on doors, they're paid for like, I was 17 at the time and I was on like over £9 an hour, which is way above minimum wage for a 17 year old. So one, yeah, they're paid all right. Is that when, but if, then if is you it, get someone signed up though? Yeah. If you, yeah. no, if you then get them signed up, you get commission on top of that and the money can be insane working for them. But how fucking awful is that? You're working for charity and I worked there yeah. three months. And I didn't get fired, but they basically said, you can leave if you want, mm. because I just never was signing anyone up, because I actually just walked around and never knocked on doors. Because I was like, fuck that. So you're, doing, you're, you're basically doing charity work, but you're going, fuck them. Because I didn't that like the idea terrible. of... So I'd, I'd also once worked as a salesman for electric stuff, and they've come in to buy something. So I feel like I can go up to them. But if I'm going up to, if they were outside and I go up to them, go come in and buy a TV, that's different. I love the idea of you being a salesman. Uh, I've got the gift of the gab. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. No, I, could, I could tell you anything. You're quite calm. So. Yeah, exactly. Come here, ladies. <laughs> Why ladies? If you're camp, you're really going to be going for men, aren't you? No, or it could be the best friend. Unless you're advertising about bingo. Girls, <laughs> join Foxy Bingo. Sell me, all right. Sell me, sell me. I feel like Jordan Belfort. Belfort, Belfort, Belfort from Wolf of Wall Street. This is now the Wolf of Happy Hour. Sell me this vape. As you can see, it looks a bit like an e-cig. It's called a jewel. You're um, selling it. Sold it to yourself. I'll tell you who sold me this. Not physically, but just by having it. Bobby Misner. Bobby oh really? Miles, yeah, no. I saw Bobby Minster playing with one of these. And he's got money. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought, what is that? And then I thought I could do with a vape because I started going out on nights out and actually smoking. I was like, I don't want to be that guy. My lungs can't handle it. So I, uh, I thought, right, I'll, I'll invest in a vape, and now I do it full time. So <laughs> if anything, it's been worse. Full time vape. It's, it's, it's the gateway to nicotine. But um, yeah, I saw Bobby Minster fiddling with it in our podcast, and I went home and I said to Fiona, "Yeah, we had this. <laughs> I saw Bobby Minster fiddling with it during our podcast, um, and I." I said to Fiona, he's got this thing, like this vape. I bet it's well expensive. Googled it. It was a really cheap one. So I just got it. But um, you... I'm add- going to quickly, before I even do this, because I'm not actually going to do it, just to ruin this already. When I worked as a salesman, I was selling like TVs and washing machines and stuff. I was allowed to do research. I've never smoked in my life. What am I meant to do with this? What's the worst job you've ever had? Jordan. Oh, I've had a few. Official and unofficial. 15 years old. Was a DJ. <laughs> I thought he was going to go dealer. I thought he was going to go dealer. <laughs> nah. Well, that went uh, until you were ever, 16. Oh, wait. Did I, I'd never said that. Can I do the, the, the story about how I was a shit drugs mule for an evening? Definitely yes. Okay. Right. I'm never going to hear that prefix and go, nah. <laughs> Don't want to hear that. It's you have to tell the prefix. Do I do it? Is that, am I, get, I can't get in trouble, can I? You, you can say that you sold heroin last week. I don't, oh, yeah, that's true. You're not doing it now. That's true. Right, so basically, yeah. Hang on, wait, it wasn't heroin, was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was, no, it was a fun 10 bag of weed. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was probably about 30, 40 quid, you know what I mean? Anyway, I was 16. Now, at the age of 16, I was a bit of a baller compared to my friends. Why? Because I had a moped. Right? Ooh, what kind of moped? It was orange. <laughs> Bowler. Okay. All right. Re- really, the details are needed. Yeah. It had a brown seat. 50cc. Brown- 50cc. Yeah. Orange and brown. It was brown rancid. And, the, and this is important. The petrol gauge didn't work. Anyway, right. So I'm 16. And um, basically, someone, I won't say who, 
purchased some narcotics. Let's call him Neville. Neville purchased some narcotics. He goes to me, Geordie, listen, yeah? I need you to go pick something up. I'm like, what do you want me to go pick up? He's like, well, do you know what I mean? Bit of weed, about 30, 40 quid. You got a ped. Can you do it for me? I was like, well, what's in it for me? Not much, to be honest. But I thought, all right, I'll do it anyway because I'm a nice guy. So basically, yeah. So all that said to me now is if I ever need you to do something, I don't need to offer you anything. I just go, can you? And you go, all right, I really don't want to, but I'm a nice guy. Yeah, there we go. It's a good trait to have as a person, I think. But anyway, right, so I drive over. Now, I've, I've said many times on the podcast now, and I stand by it, I'm not from fucking Great Yarmouth, yeah? But this deal was going down in the wonderful Great Yarmouth. Not just anywhere. The Marine and I am Centre. A sh- no. Next to your house no. in Great Yarmouth. I'm not right. No, I'm not from he Great Yarmouth. I, I do. Guys, I do. Can, can we make that a meme? Oh, fuck you. Absolutely. <laughs> Rhino is from Great Yarmouth. Oh, I'd rather see it burnt to the ground. But anyway, right? But then your house would be gone. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I was picking up from a fucking church in Great Yarmouth, right? Yeah, exactly. It's disgraceful, but I'm not religious, so I'm not going anywhere, you know, hell or anything, because it doesn't exist. But so, so I, I so I'm, I'm, I'm Great Yarmouth. Sorry. I'm, I'm, pe- I'm pedding. I'm pedding. Yeah, and for some reason, Glad he did the noise I didn't I know if know. I don't know if it was because of you know I was doing something illegal, but. That, hang on, wait, oh, Jordan. Yeah, that implies that, that you were made, doing coke. You sniffed. You oh, made, I, I was doing, no, that was me being cool. Was it? <laughs> no one has I ever sniffed. Like, no. Drugs right. are not cool. No. Right? Listen, oh, I shouldn't have told this story. Right, so my mate went to pick up something on a bed. Weed. Yeah? Weed. It was weed, genuinely. And uh, basically... Uh, my mate was on the pad driving around. Now, I don't know if it was because it was, you know, a little bit naughty thing to do. But basically, driving over there, I noticed there was police everywhere. Yeah, I'm Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is it. Like, every, say, it seems to be on every single street. Anyway, I rock up. Yeah, I rock up. Turn off the engine and that. And I've, I've got my... my, it's my like an audio I've got, my, I've got my levers on. Well, not levers. They were like... They're on a moped. <laughs> you could have had double denim. Off. Oh, Sorry. yeah. Falling off Sorry, at 20 Steve, miles an hour. You went 35 miles an hour downhill, mate. You ever <laughs> fell off of anything at 35 miles an hour? Downhill. Exactly. Downhill. So you'd roll as well. But anyway, right? So, But the thing is, yeah. It was, it, was quite, it was quite broad. Yeah, And you had like padding and shit. So I... I mean, I look like I'd, I, I look pretty top heavy, but I did look pretty hard. Do you know what I mean? Uh, um, but just, I don't think he was ever worried about me kicking him because it was anyway. It doesn't matter. So basically, I looked quite broad. It was dark anyway. I'd never done this before. Haven't done it since. And I, I put on a bit of a deep voice. Oh, you're right. Do you know what I mean? And uh, it turns out he, he he looked about twelve. Right. Anyway, got the stuff. What the yeah. guy are you getting it from? Yeah, got. Yeah, he looked oh. about twelve. Don't know if he was a runner or if he was just a a man child. But did you actually have to like put on the voice? Yeah, because I was scared. I, I, I wasn't like scared I was, of a twelve year old. No, scared of a deal going sour. You hear about it all the time. Hey, on, this isn't Narcos. Can I just <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, but it's to me, I'm, like, I'm now going to go meet with the cartel. Yeah, Pablo you know Escobar's I mean? going to walk in. That's it. He's got. You're comparing your hometown of Yarmouth to Colombia. Right, yeah. It's not my fucking hometown. <laughs> Where's my fucking Stevie? millions, man? <laughs> Anyway, right, it was a fun bag of weed, and uh, I got it, or my friend got it, and uh, put it under the seat of my bed, yeah? And I'd done the deal, so I thought, right, I'll return, I'll drop off the package. Me, off I go, and uh, next thing you know, me, 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 me,
Can I just say, you think them sound effects are way better than they are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ride with them, man. Oh. Yeah. By the way, so my, pe- my ped ran out of petrol. Yeah, because like I said earlier, my petrol gauge was fucked. Yeah. So I had to push this fucking ped for fucking miles, man. It took me about an hour and a half. Because the thing is, if you ever try to push a ped or a motorbike without the engine on, it's like pushing a push bike with the fucking brakes on. Like, right. so heavy, it's yeah. unreal. So I'm walking back. I've got the stuff in, in the ped seat. <clears throat> it, it, there's police everywhere anyway. I, I look suspicious as fuck. I'm not enjoying myself. I'm fucking sweating. I'm pushing through Yarmouth at night. I've just poked myself in the eye. Fuck. Through, sorry, through Yarmouth at night, not having a good time, probably going to get stabbed, right? And my fucking phone, you couldn't write it, falls out of my pocket, hits the floor, and I pushed, before I even noticed, I pushed the ped over my phone and just smashed the fuck out of my phone under the back tyre. So at that moment, it was like a pivotal moment in my life. And to be honest, I'm so fucking grateful. I was just like, this drugs mule game is not for me. I'm out. I'm done. This is it. So I got got the stuff back, and I was like, fuck this life, and I walked away. You <laughs> I walked away. You make it seem like you have escaped the cartel. Mate, that's what it was like for me. I think during that story, you kind of proved that you do live in Yarmouth. I'd ask you, Stevie, you said it took if an hour and a half. If a charity boxing match, right? <laughs> I'm going to bang you out. Yeah, you're from Yarmouth, I'm scared. I remember the oh, first shit. time I had to go and buy weed, and I knocked on the guy's... Had to? Well, I didn't Why is there to. a lot of have-tos? I, I didn't have to, but I was 16, 17, and everyone wanted to go and smoke it in the park. I'm quite late to a lot in life. I know people usually did the, like the weed, like 14, 15. I was 16. Have you ever smoked weed? No. Never? Never even smoked a normal fag. Fag? Fag. fag. <laughs> <laughs> I, so yeah, so I knocked on the door. I, I, usually someone else would get it. Um, I, so this wasn't <clears throat> the first time I smoked weed, but this was the first time I had to buy it. And I knocked on the door of this dealer's. And um, I th- I've said this in a YouTube video before, but just as he answered, I went completely blank on how much I wanted. What do you say? You say wait, don't you? Do you say wait? <clears throat> I don't know. I just go by cash flow. Well, I knew ten, ten pounds. I knew yeah, so little then pounds. that when you said you say wait, I was like, why are you telling them to wait? You're the one who's oh, knocking his door. Now I, I think I said like, oh, can I get two weeds? <laughs> 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 I don't know what I'm going oh, for. Dear. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I, I think I came across really, really amateur. Yeah. 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 So is that is that your worst job you've ever had? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't class it as a job, uh, but it, well, it was. Yeah, it, that was awful. Unpaid, it was just no over, phone. unpaid, smashed phone, embarrassed, threatened. Do you know what I mean by the you know walking through Yarmouth at night? I don't recommend it. I no. certainly don't recommend it as a holiday either. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so so that would probably be the worst um, from there. So I went from from uh, kind of crime lord to uh, lifeguard. What what was your what was your what, what did you do for work experience? I did I did work experience at high school. Oh, that's boring. Oh well, all right first. I worked <laughs> I worked at a graphic design place, Fit Signs and Graphics. Yeah, yeah. Can you remember the old taxi Hold that on. used to? That's not boring. Wait, <laughs> wait until you hear the joys I did. Can oh, you remember the old I made taxi? A sign. <laughs> the taxi that used to drive around Norwich with like all the Rubik's cube print on it. Yeah, I helped put that on. I honestly thought <laughs> you were going to say. I thought you were going to say I made the banners for the fake taxi, and then I was going to apologise. That'd be but... quite cool. I also yeah. did that. Nice. Thank you. I, I worked in a news agents. <laughs> 
That's terrible. I don't understand how about that. Well, uh, so you don't get paid for work experience, do you? No. no. So I remember working. At, I worked in the shop for two weeks. I hated it. I thought it was so boring. That's when I knew I needed to do something creative rather than just a medial task. But I, at the end, the the lady that ran it was called Hillary. She gave me a um, big bag of watsits. <laughs> she gave me a two litre bottle of Pepsi. And I went home like I just won the fucking lottery. That's I class. Thought, I thought, I can't believe someone has given me something for free. Pretty sure because she's technically paid you for your services, that is child labour, yeah, which is illegal. True, but I enjoyed the watsits. <laughs> so, I mean, I'd work in a sweatshop <laughs> if I was getting cheesy watsits. And I don't think you're the That's one it. who can judge people for doing stuff illegal. So, <laughs> this is it. But apparently, got a pass. apparently the guy that worked in the shop, because she ran it with her husband, he's, he's sort of dead now. Um, sort of dead? <laughs> what does sort of dead mean? Came back for a bit. No, I meant he's dead now. Yep, carry uh, on. <laughs> he, he, every, I think every town has someone that this rumour sort of goes around, but apparently he would always put the same numbers on the lottery and the one time he didn't do it, the lottery won. That mm. fucking sucks. Yeah, I don't know if it's true, because I think everyone's heard that story. Yeah. Apparently that happened to Seth MacFarlane as well. I'd probably jump off a building if that happened to me, I think. Someone did post a tweet the other night um, on Twitter, obviously, of their, their lottery number, lottery ticket, and it did say, this is the first time I haven't put it on in four years, and look at the results. Oh, and, it, and it did look no. like a genuine ticket. So, yeah, so I went from there to... I've done two jobs in my life, so yeah. I'd be more keen to hear your stories. But I'll tell you my first one. And it was it was bad. I worked for anyone that knows Norwich, which I know you do. I worked in. Oh, Jesus! I'm trying to think you? if I remember these because I I've known you. What were you doing in? I needed money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> generally, why people get jobs? Yeah. You guys wouldn't know that now. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's great. <laughs> I needed money, and I um, decided to. Get a job. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good podcast, guys. I hope you, oh, you're glued. They're sitting on the Should trains. We start again. It's a reset. No, a mate of mine called Ashley was like, yeah, I can get you a job at Mercy. You can start tonight. So, all right, great. And I was like, cash in hand, lovely. Was, all right, cool. So I went there. I had to collect the glasses um, and I had to basically just put them in the dishwasher every now and then serve someone, which probably, I don't think was legal at the time because I think I may have just no, I was obviously 18 because I was working the night. You were 18. But um, I don't think I was trained to be on the bus, so I wasn't allowed. But um, the guy that ran it, I, I was there, and I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I've, I've, I don't even need an interview or anything, and I, and I now work for this place. Like, people say getting jobs are hard, but like, well, they're clearly not. Um, and, then, and then I was cleaning up, and I had to wipe down the sides and stuff like that. And then 12 o'clock struck... And I realized, I soon realised it was a UV paint party. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And people were running around with this paint that went everywhere. Got to 3pm. I thought my, sh- my shift was supposed to finish at 4am. And the guy went, yeah, I need you all to stay till 6. And, I, <laughs> I, and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah you got to clean the paint. <laughs> so I've gone down onto the dance floor. Everyone's gone. The lights are on. It's a very strange environment. And I'm just scrubbing paint off of this like plastic, like uh, like the, the 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 fence around the dance hall kind of thing. Like, mm. and I'm like scrubbing it. And I was like, oh fuck's sake! And this guy who 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 ran this club or managed this club, he um he had a tendency to sleep with a lot of women. So he was running around with two fairly attractive but kind of like shot type girls. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, I was scraping. I got to about four, and he's throwing paint again. 
Are you fucking joking? With her. He's running around with these bottles of, like, you know, the, big, the big bottles you'd see at Art, on Art Attack that resemble ketchup and yeah. mustard bottles. And he's going, <sighs> spraying it while we're all just there fucking cleaning it. What a dick. And I thought, you are the biggest fucking cock. Uh, uh, and then from that moment, I think it was probably that moment. I, I never went back, by the way. I thought you I quit that job in a really weird way. Um, I quit my main job in a really weird way, which I want to get to in a bit. Yeah, I used to work at a pizza restaurant, um, which people will know that, that, what it is. But I, I, I quit that in a very unusual way. But okay. I'll, I'll get to that in a bit. So, so yeah, that was my first experience with, with a cunty boss. Have you Fuck had many it. cunty bosses? Oh, like you wouldn't fucking believe. And that's, uh, do you know what? That's the thing that kind of kind of gets me. I mean... I, it's with some managers i i find it's it's like they just there's no consideration for you as an employee as a person that you might have a life outside of work mm. so i mean what you've said there is a perfect example and it had and it, it happened to me when i when i worked at the bar that i worked at you know it, it's where it's like oh yeah we'll you know finish at 12 and then actually it's like fucking half two and it's like well, what the fuck Such you know and and the thing is like I, there was then other people, fortunately not me, but you know there was other people who who would be there till half two, three, and then expected to be in at eight o'clock in the morning, which is illegal. Mm. But these companies don't give a fuck. No. And the thing is, it's like, well, yeah, you can complain, but we'll cut your hours or we'll let you go. And they, you know they just play that card, it's which, which really away, pisses me off. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I've had yeah some bosses that are just fucking dickheads. And the thing for me is, and it might just be personal to me, but like. I, I'm motivated much more to work for someone where they're 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 well, all right, get along, but you know that there's a line that you don't cross. There's other bosses which I've had plenty of, which are just fucking dickheads, just cocks, probably just in that position, not by merit or by skill but because they've been there for so fucking long, it's like, Jesus Christ, you've been with the company a decade, I guess we better make him store manager because fucking hell, what the, you know. And and they're often the fucking worst ones. There are, I mean, I've had a store manager in the past, <laughs> absolute fucking dickhead. And um, actually, it's a funny story about that because I actually handed my notice in. Uh, I gave a week's notice. And uh, just, just before, literally, I handed my notice in at 2 p.m., just before in that morning, I did uh, I did I did a live stream where I didn't name any names or the company, but I basically I just said how much of a twat I thought this store manager was, and um, one of my colleagues saw that and showed him. So so I uh, oh. yeah. So imagine how much that colleague must have hated you. Yeah, but the thing is, she didn't. She what? Didn't. Why no. would you show him that? Why? I'll tell you exactly why. So basically, what I did in that in that live stream is I highlighted every single fucking flaw that man had. He's he's a fucking dick. He does this. He does that. He's a twat. Blah blah blah. Right. Everyone on that team agreed with me. I was leaving, and they have footage. So basically, what they did, the whole team conspired against me, threw me under the bus because what they did essentially was look at this boss, and then you can hear exactly what this guy thinks of you i.e. what we all think of you but we didn't say it so basically they threw me under the fucking bus in the hope that they could in the change hope that they could, yeah and uh, and so, uh, so so i was then informed that if i returned on my week's notice i'd be suspended so i just never went back so um so yeah i win Fuck. but but yeah but the guy's a total fucking dickhead he's, he's just sort of he's the stereotypical and i'm sure a lot of the listeners will be able to to relate He's just a stereotypical boss, right? 
that got a little bit of power. And so he just rules that over, over, over everyone. Yeah. And it's just like, go and fuck yourself, yeah. mate. I can't stand people like that. I can't. Have you ever I had can't. a terrible boss? Um, yeah, uh, I worked at McDonald's as well. I have had oh. some. I've worked at Primark, McDonald's. I haven't had the best jobs up until now, obviously. Primark. Big up Liz. Um, Primark, yeah. I worked Jumble at Primark. Sale. I was there for a few months. Um, the, the managers there weren't great. Uh, you weren't allowed to ever talk to each other. Like, oh my God, if they caught you talking, they'd be like, what are you doing? And all you're doing is just folding clothes that other people have fucked up five minutes before. And someone could be doing the table next to you. You're doing yours and you're folding it and like just having a chat as they go. And they'll come through and go, can you stop talking, guys? Why? Like, what? They just wouldn't allow you to talk. Why would it they, might be different there now. but Why would they want you to work in that environment? I know. Literally, I'd so... go days at work where I just wouldn't say a word until my lunch shift but then like lunch was uncomfortable because you wouldn't want to go and sit with anyone because you haven't spoken to him before because you're not allowed when you're working yeah it's so stupid how so, long did you work there only three months and i left there for the salesman job as if mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market and then what was McDonald's like? Because a lot of people, there's that sort of like stereotype that it's one of the worst places to work. But yeah, I, think, I, know, I, th- I think they've bettered it in, in recent years. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't dreadful. Um, I didn't like it because of how it made me feel afterwards. So like, being there wasn't awful. I, I never worked on the till once. I was a sh- I was going to call myself a chef. I wasn't. I just did the burgers. Sandwich artist. I, I, was, I was specifically on the quarter pounders and then any of the special burgers. So like the World Cup burger and stuff like that, the signature big, all those kind of ones. Not Do the many big people actually either. order them? Yeah, all the time. Ah, fair. Um, and then I remember one bad thing, two bad things whilst I was there, is that if I went in with even the smallest amount of stubble, they'd make you shave on the spot. But obviously you wouldn't have a razor. They would give you like a 20p razor oh. and it would literally just cut and you wouldn't have anything. You'd have to like wet shave, like just with water. Go and fuck and like, yourself. For anyone who shaves, even like girls who are shaving your legs, if you have a really cheap razor, it just rips you to shreds. And I was just doing this with the shortest stubble as well. And it was just so, so that was my probably my worst experience. And then another one, one of the managers picked up like six burgers at once on a flipper and put them onto his burgers. And then I saw him do it. So I was like, oh, it's way quicker. Why haven't I been doing that? So I did that. And he turned around the corner and walked into me and they all went on the floor. And he went, this is why you should never pick up more than one at a time. I was like, I've just seen you do it. Oh, it's your fault. You're not leading by example. Cool. Did, when you were there, did they do the raps of the day? No, no, this was, it must have been before that. Yeah, because I was there when I was 16, 17. Because I tweeted once going like, I wasn't having to go at McDonald's employees, obviously. Um, but I, I was saying like, why? This what baffles me. And maybe there's some people out there that can tell me. Why, whenever I seem to say to a McDonald's employee, what's the wrap of the day today, please? They go, I'll just check for you. I was like, surely you, you think know. know. Surely you know. And also, like... Surely I'm not the first person to ask that on your shift. Yeah. But then I tweeted it and everyone was like, oh, it's so ignorant. Um, nobody even fucking buys a rap of the day. I love a rap of the day. I often get the rap of the day. Uh, what's actually, your favourite you know, one? Well, oh, 
Uh, see, I like spice. Oh, I hate that spice. That one is way too spicy. Too hot. Yeah. Too hot. I like chicken and bacon. Out of the kitchen. <laughs> I'm not chicken. in the kitchen. <laughs> I was. Yeah. <laughs> and I got out. Okay. But no, I, I didn't. The people there weren't that bad. Everyone you worked with were re- like all the people who worked there were nice. Right. Um, I just disliked going home and stinking of grease. Mm. Like no matter what, like nothing would go on you. It's just in the air. Yeah. And you go home and I've never felt so greasy. I have a bath. Yeah, I'd have to. Like, the second I'd get home then, but whilst you're there, you start to feel a bit like, oh, this is grim. And it's a smell like no other. Is like, that... like, your clothes afterwards is just... Ugh. And you're not allowed to wear your clothes once you leave either. You you have to get changed once you're there because you're not allowed to wear it out in normal air, which I guess isn't their fault. It's just the idea of contamination around food. But then, yeah, it was all just a bit... A lot of effort for that age. Wasn't a fan. I'm going to attack McDonald's employees for a second. Okay. Because... This vexes me. And if you work in McDonald's, name, no. If you work on the second window in the drive-thru, please, please explain to me because this isn't the first time. And let me tell you, I've put this on my Instagram story and it always gets replies, oh my God, so true, blah, 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 right? I love myself a chicken select meal, yeah? yeah Five, not three. I'm yeah. greedy, what can I say, yeah? I get Thai sweet chilli and sour cream, sometimes the barbecue if I'm feeling a little bit... No one's making your order right now. No, but listen, <laughs> but it's important. Why, why is it important I hear, you all, I hear you all cry? Well, basically, yeah, the whole point is it's a dipping meal, yeah? So therefore the dips are integral. So why in the fuck, and I will go as far as to say probably... 20 to 30% of the time, the dips aren't in the bag at the end, right? Now, I'm quite picky in the fact that I have a Diet Coke with no ice. I've never had someone put ice in my Diet Coke with no ice. Now, to me, I'd say that not putting ice in a drink is more complicated than simply reading the fucking dips on the screen. I'm sorry, guys, right? And I'm 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 not attacking your intelligence or anything like that. All I'm saying is, yeah, with chicken selects... Put the fucking dips in, <laughs> because otherwise I will ring up your manager because I have in the past. Have yeah, you? and they they always give you a free meal. It's great, Do but they? it's just unbelievable. I don't understand it. It's a fucking chicken selects meal. There's specific dips that you can't get with other meals because it's specifically for the chicken selects. Just put them in the fucking bag, Jordan. Man. Do, do you need a hug? Uh, mate, I need a fucking counselor with this shit. Honestly, <laughs> it does me in because it's just oh, because I'm a nice guy, right? Oh, clearly. Nice. So I don't I don't want to go in there. Uh, you know, I don't want to like look in the bag, pull around to the car park and have to go in there and be like, look, can you read? Because if you, it's on the fucking screen. I've even driven forward a little bit so I can just like put my head just so I can just see around the corner. That's definitely on that screen. Yeah. So where's the fucking sour cream, Gareth? Where? It's the sour cream. That's all I want to say. That's all I want to say. Yeah, it wasn't much. Select mate. meal, select meals, guys at McDonald's. God bless you. Yeah, we're all grinding. Yeah, we're all trying to make a living. We're all doing the same out here. Yeah, just just make sure the fucking dips are in there. I feel like this is no longer an episode of worst jobs we've ever had, but worst meals we've ever received. That's what it. I'm really looking forward to. Don't now even is... get me started on the McFlurries, <laughs> Jordan. Don't, don't fill them up half, guys. Just be, you know. <laughs> And, and, and sauces in general, yeah? Uh, we'll, we'll come away from McDonald's, even though you are most definitely guilty of this. Do you remember uh, on the way back, funnily enough, uh, from a podcast uh, filming in London, we, we stopped at a service station, didn't we? 
got Burger King. Now, Burger King, uh, they, unless you ask for otherwise, they give you a large meal, right? So, you know, I've got fun, double cheese, whatever the fuck it is, bacon, whatever, yeah? Lots of chips, not a problem. He gave me one sachet of mayo. So, sorry, mate, is this coming out of your fucking wages? I didn't think so. Like, one sachet of Heinz mayo. Not even... Uh, any, Hellman's. Not even Hellman's, Hellman's, mate. Heinz mayo is so much better than Hellman's. Boy, you've just started a war in the comments. <laughs> but, right, but if I, honestly, honestly, just... Right, chicken selects, give me my fucking dips that I've ordered. And in general... Just, just be generous. Two, three, maybe even four. I'd rather have more than less. What I'm Not really enough. looking forward to is when he starts getting recognised from all of this. He goes into McDonald's and everyone's like, fuck off. Yeah, it's it's going to be like Eminem where he spits in the onion rings. And then it's going to become a meme and they're specifically not going to get... This is my notice to any of you out there. Please, if you work in a fast food establishment and you see this man come in please <laughs> well I'm going on a diet so fuck yourselves <laughs> please don't put anything in that bag and if you feel the need to because your boss is looking just put something different in there please oh, do a completely different what's your least favourite sauce my least favourite sauce Ketchup. yeah oh mate i tell you what this isn't about the workers this is about the people right if you get a 20, chi- a 20 chicken nuggets yeah and you get it with TK I just want you to have a hard look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. I, I, what on earth are you having fucking chicken nuggets with tea cake? I'm not, I'm not ketchup, man. So now we know. Jesus. Give him ketchup instead. Yeah. Give it. Give him smart ketchup. And, and, and just you're... write a note saying, fuck you, Yarmouth boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are, we are going to ruin you. We are going to ruin you. Oh, I'm going to fucking burn that place to the ground. I used to work in a restaurant, so I'm sure I've been at the the, at the sort of receiving end of somebody like Jordan's wrath at some point in my That's life. It. Because I, I, I've, I fucked up a lot in, in when, I, when I worked in this pizza restaurant, and people are very unforgiving. Mm. That's the thing, mm. like, very, very unforgiving. It made me realise how much I appreciate people that <clears throat> do normal jobs. Because I can't do them. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, t- yeah. I'm too lazy to do them. Um, but people people would, give, people would give me shit, mate. I remember I went in the first day I was working there, well, uh, first week, say, and um, I spilled a bit of cream. I think I've told this story on the podcast, but I spilled a bit of cream on this man's jacket. Bear in mind, it was just cream that you can wipe off. It wasn't like chocolate sauce, anything. This cream did just come off. And I went to, I got this cream. It was on these desserts. I'm, I'm passing them over. I'm laying over the table. And I get the, the little thing that is in uh, the cream cup. And I, and I go to pop it down, thinking it's like a solid cream, like a whipping cream. It wasn't. It was like milk, basically. And I just went and put it all over his this guy's jacket. And he was like, oh, like they were not a very nice family anyway. And I got home and I was like, oh, it was all right. They weren't too bad. It was a bit hostile. And some girl had recognized me and she was tweeted, no. Jack mate threw cream all over my dad. <laughs> I was like, I definitely fucking didn't do that. But if I see you in there again, I might can. That's no. it. And, uh, but, but the same woman, so that was the dad, the mum. I'll never forget it. When you, I, you can, I ordered, they ordered a burger, and you know when you get a big burger from a restaurant, it comes with the stick through yeah, the middle, yeah, like yeah. the little keep flag. Together, yeah, to keep it all together. The stick, I put the uh, the chef put the stick in. I go to take it over. The stick had obviously just come out of the bottom bun and out of some of the some of the meat. And I leant over and I put it to it. We we used to serve them on these wooden sort of like plaques platter things and I, and I put it down and the stick moved just ever so slightly to the side of the burger so the top of the bun was now the side of the bun but all the contents were still in there it was just the top bun was by the side and she went oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought, you've literally got to just 
pick it up yeah. and put it on there. And then there. you're going to devour it. Yeah, exactly. Fucking and I, I, the amount of people, I don't know if this still happens, I assume there's nothing that would change, but the amount of people that would complain that their food was too hot. Too oh, hot? Are you joking? And I'd be like, just blow on it, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> Literally do Fuck. what you do for a toddler. Blow on the food yeah. and cool it down. Fucking, oh, but, mate, but I, I hate people. <laughs> I, I used to have, I used to see some horrific, like horrific things in the kitchen where people think it's all like folklore. Like people don't actually do this. People don't actually, like you get the spitting in the burgers and stuff like that. I never saw spit, but I saw there was this one guy, Hungarian guy, and he was a um, skinny little chavvy guy, could not give a fuck about working there. Like it had lost all of that. And um, he dropped. Uh, uh, you'd often see people get chips, put them on the plate, a few chips on the floor, pick them up, put them back on the plate, right? Horrible. But that, mm. that was that was very commonplace in the restaurant that I worked in. And I'm sure this is across the board, unless it's like a Michelin star. Um, but this guy, I shit you not, I saw it with my own eyes. And the kitchen floor was very dirty. Very dirty. Very, very rarely sweeped, was it, back in my day. Um, this guy dropped a lasagna. Oh, on the floor, no. right? Face down, cheese like that. Picked it up. The cheese was covered in shit. So he's got, so, but it's still, it's still con- confined within the lasagna bowl. So he picked up the bowl, sort of like put something up like his hand. So it's all messily still in the bowl. And he's got like this sort of like pizza cutter or something. And he's like, he's scraped off the cheese and then just put more cheese on the top. Put it, oh. put, yeah, put it back under the oven for a bit and then like, Cook the cheese back into the that lasagna. That is fucking grim. So there could have been stuff. Holy fuck! There could have been stuff in that lasagna that, like, uh, God knows what. Do you know what I mean? But the the fucking dirty shit that was in that. And this is a man that would go outside the back and smoke roll ups like as, as if they're nothing, and then just come in and I'm seeing him just white. Oh shit. man! I was like, oh mate, you saw some horrific things, some proper horrific fuck things. That. Yeah, I'm not eating there anymore. No, but I'm sure this happens all over the place because probably again, I'll I'll, I'll bleep this this, but um, Norwich. Yeah, I know someone that works above it, and they told me that they get their orders and because they bulk buy all of the food. Sorry, they bulk buy, bulk buy all of the food. They leave it in the. There's like an alleyway that goes back into the kitchen, the back kitchen, and they said that they've seen like fish and meat just be left in the sun all day long, which is r- r- like rule. Big no, no. Yeah, like Uno. You do not do. You no. do not do that. And he said that he's seen. Sorry, it was my auntie that said this. My auntie said she's seen um, waiters and stuff go out to the back alleyway and just piss. Like they're just pissing, like no gloves on, like near the food, like it's full of rats. Like they reckon it is, it is the worst. And when you go in there, you look at look at some of the people that are preparing the food. Yeah, because they do not give a fuck because they're just bulking it up. Like slap it on, slap it on. They look like they're depressed behind the eyes. They're like, yeah. And then once you once you kind of lose your love that much, yeah, you don't take care of anything. Hundred percent. You don't. We used to. Hundred percent. A funny story actually from the from the same restaurant I used to work in. I used to have a very patronized. She wasn't the worst, but she was. I, I'm, I think I told you this the other day. But she, she um, I had this manager. She was like a standard manager when my actual manager was away. But she was very patronising. So she wasn't horrible. She wasn't like a dictator. But she'd be like, um, "Have you cleaned that yet?" 
when she knows I haven't. So it's like, yeah. oh, just fucking tell me then. Like, and um, she was like, okay, okay. Like really smarmy, smiley. All right. And I just want to fucking slap her every time she said it. But um, I don't hit women, so it's fine. <laughs> I, uh, she, I had to clarify. Um, she, whenever a kid come in, you'd always say to the mum, do you want a kid's menu? Do you know where I'm going with oh, this? Oh, yeah. Man, going, I know what you're, you're talking going about. There. Have I said this on the podcast? No. Yeah, you can say it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, well, it's that. Uh, fuck up. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and, um, fuck this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this woman come in, right, with her daughter. And her daughter had Down syndrome, right? And my manager went, Hiya, there you go. I'll take you to your table. Would you like a, a, a kid's menu for your daughter? And the mum's turned around and gone, She's 38. And, mate, I wanted the floor to fucking swallow me up. Because obviously this woman had Down syndrome. Yeah. So, so, so my manager couldn't dictate her age. Yeah. But, I mean... I've not, I've not judged it yet. I've, 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 I've heard it. I've seen the response. I've gone, what? And I've looked. So I've looked at this daughter. She looked about 25. So I don't either get way, it. Like, yeah, I don't so either get, way, you don't get. Yeah, yeah, I don't get where it come from, but it was just so fucking awkward. And I know that's horrible for, for the mum uh, uh, and the daughter, but there was a little bit of me that got a dopamine rush from yeah, that patronising so little bitch doing that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, and then I actually had to... Um, I worked... I worked on the bar. I then got moved because I'm a, I'm a very personable person. I got moved to do tables and it was always good to do tables because you get the tips. When yeah. you're on the bar, you don't get the tips. We had a change of um, change of manager and he come in and his... I understand in life sometimes people don't like me. So I'm not just trying to instantly fa- find... Like, Understandably. Like, I, yeah, exactly. But I don't... I, I, I'm not going, oh... He didn't like me because I'm a YouTuber or anything like that. But I do genuinely believe this day that he didn't like me because his wife would constantly go on about how funny my videos were. Right. And he just yeah. he just had like yeah. a vendetta against me from I that, remember that moment. Guy. Yeah. And he was a horrible prick. Like, I think you came in once when I was sat at the bar. And and I don't let people like talk to me as if I'm scum because I wouldn't, sp- I wouldn't nope. speak to them. I'm like exactly scum. the same, mate. And he sat there and I said to him, said his name. I was like, I don't, I, I really like. I, I don't get why you're moving me off of tables and putting me back on the bar. He was like, oh, because um, because I, I, I basically didn't say it like this, but it was basically because I can do what I want. And I said to him, I went, I've, I, I went, I've been working here a long time now. These new, these two people are, are new. I'm going to lose so much more money by going back, like, going back on the bar. And when, when I, I rely on my tips. And he was like, it's like, not my problem. It's not my problem. So I was like, wow. So I thought, okay, I'm going to leave here today and I'm never going to come back. And I'm not going to tell you. And yeah. fuck yourself. Um, so, so, so I went and I went to my dad's and uh, this guy was a football fan. <laughs> this is how petty I can be. This guy was, <laughs> this was during the World Cup. This guy was a football fan and I was due to work. And he texted me and he went, you're late. And that's all it said. I said, yeah, I know. And he said, when are you going to be in? And I just put, I'm not. And I knew he was at work. And, uh, and I was actually watching the Germany Brazil game at the time when Brazil lost seven one. Yeah, so it was like yeah. quality. And he was like, "Why not?" And I went, "I'm just at home chilling, watching the Brazil Germany game." <laughs> and he went, if you, "He went, if you don't come in with the next in the next hour, uh, you're you're fired." And I just put, oh, "I'll see what I can do." Cracking game. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, big oh, little finger to that. Did card. he? Yeah. Did he say anything? Uh, he he didn't reply. Um, uh, and then I got a letter through the next day saying I'd gone AWOL. <laughs> but I didn't. Sake. I didn't know what AWOL meant. Yeah, I thought Absent AWOL without leave. Oh right, okay. So I thought, as a younger person, I thought AWOL meant mental. 
Like, 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 don't speak to him. He's got an A wall. Like, like, yeah. like, goes the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't contain him. He's got an A wall. Yeah. And I really liked it. Like, I really liked the idea of them not thinking I was at home just going. Cracking <laughs> game. There we go. So that that's my that's my stories. When we come back, because uh, we're going to forty eight minutes in, Jesus. Um, we'll, we'll be chatting a little bit more about our worst jobs and general waffle. Because I mean, there's not been a big structure to this episode. We'll see you in a bit after this short advert. Hello and welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Hour, an episode all about the things that we've done in the past for work that we didn't enjoy. Jordan had a little rant about McDonald's as well, which I enjoyed. Um, <laughs> last thing I want to say about my my place where I work, this this Italian pizza restaurant, I'm sure this wasn't legal. Oh, but there's a guy that worked there, right? And and I don't think he'll mind me saying because he was the one that was wronged in this. He was called Tibby, yeah. Okay, and he was massive. I'm like fucking huge. I don't think I've seen anyone. He might mind you saying this. No, no, no. Bodybuilder. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he he's very top heavy. He walks around, boof, boof, like that guy's from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, the, mount, like, the mountain. Yeah. Oh, so no, more like the guy that door hold the door. Hold. Oh, Hodor. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard people like say he goes Hodor. Or something. Hodor. Yeah. yeah. That that's what this guy reminds me of because it's, it's, but it's it's kind of funny that his name's Tibby because it's a really cute name and he <laughs> was quite cute but he'd like he'd come in at six a.m. because he'd open the kitchen and he'd be like. He's broken English to fuck, which made him really, really cute. But he was like, I've been Jim, I've been Jim, <laughs> like that. And then it's like, at 6 a.m., Tibby, wait, I do wait from 4 a.m. It's like, oh, that's quality. Like, he's such a beast. And apparently, he had a 16 year old um, kid that was like Hungarian bodybuilding champion or Shit. something like that. But the thing is, he would, <laughs> and this sounds like I'm joking, but he would always talk in third person. <laughs> so he'd go, Tibby happy today. Like that. <laughs> Tibby smash. Yeah, yeah. He sounds like a character. Yeah, he, he sounds like a Pokemon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, he just goes around going, Tibby, Tibby, Tibby. I'm sure they weren't paying him the right wage, yeah, because he'd do all the hours under the sun and still be skin. But he, um, whenever somebody just needed something moved, they'd go, yeah, Tibby has a fridge in the back, mate. Do you want to move that? And he'd just go, Tibby move fridge. Like, <laughs> and he'd just go in and he'd just do no. the most mental shit. I swear, I'm probably over-exaggerating this, but the way I remember it in my brain is like, you need a fridge moved, you'll just go in and pick it up. <laughs> Tibby move fridge. <laughs> Tibby, Tibby, can you do an extra six hours unpaid? Tibby do six hours unpaid. I was like, Tibby being exploited. <laughs> it was a bit much, mate. Oh, oh yeah, but he was really lovely and um, I I hope he's doing well. So, oh, Tibby, if you're out there, I hope to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, Class. what's been some of your most recent shittier jobs? Recent shittier jobs. Uh, I worked. I worked in a bar, but I do just want to say this because my friend was was manager at the time. He he done me a solid because he got me out of the retail job I was in. And Dean, if you're watching, I really fucking appreciate what you did for me. And to be honest, the shifts, genuinely, the shifts I was on with him was quality because I was working with my best mate, like class. But then he went and got married, fucked off on a honeymoon for a month and left me 
with everyone there. So, and it was fucking awful. And I won't lie, it was a definition of dialing it in. Do where you know did, what I mean? Where I'm did like, they touch you? That, well, mate, they may as well have done. They may as well have done. But, but yeah, I mean, what that bar job taught me a lot. It taught me, um, you know, on a night out, and Jack, I know that you know. <laughs> oh, here we go. You know when you're having a deep one? Yeah. Yeah, you're smashed. And you're having a fucking deep one, or at least you think you are. Yeah. A deep conversation. A I'm deep, when he's saying deep, that. deep yeah. conversation. Well, I stood there and fuck me. I stood there for about 20 minutes. I weren't doing any work because I was just pissing myself, man. I was just like pretending to clean the same glass for about 20 minutes. There was these two guys. They were smashed. And I knew they thought they were having a heart to heart, but they really weren't. It was just, it was just in like, what way? In, in that they were just talking utter bollocks, but that you could tell they thought like that it was really deep. Do you know what I mean? every like, weekend. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know how much you mean to me. I mean, we both work in tarmacking. They're like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? I was just... But the thing was, like, in that 20-minute period, about six times, we both work in tarmacking. Genuinely, they're both tarmackers. I got that much, <laughs> and they loved each other. But that was that was about it. It's quite nice to hear... It was just hear, so repetitive. It's nice to hear stories of people enjoying their jobs. Do you know what I mean? Like we love tarmac. Yeah, that's true. We're all on here quite cynical. Like that's oh, true. I, mean, I, 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 I just for the I do enjoy the smell of uh, you know melted tarmac. Do you? Yeah, I don't mind it. Don't G- mind it. Gives you a little bad. buzz. Little buzz. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Do you keep doing that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Your nose is running. I'm not allowed. Right. I do not do narcotics. I love the smell of petrol. Oh yeah, yes. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. But it's uh, it's because it's like gives you a buzz, petrol, yeah, and 100%. a blown out match. Not together, never go well. But blown out match. You know when you oh, get yeah, a match you and you blow it out. Yeah. Oh, the smell of that is amazing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I exploited someone when I was working behind the bar. That's good of you. Yeah. yeah. Go on, tell us more. So basically, right, it's this lovely guy smashed off his face, um, and he just kept coming up. He was like, my. He'd order and he'd be like, "Oh, mate, stick stick yourself a drink on there." And he kept trying to get me to have an alcohol. I was like, "Can't, mate. I'm at work." I was like, "But I'll have a coke, yeah." And so I put this coke on there, and he just kept asking me throughout the whole night. So I was like, "Yeah, all right, fuck it." So about three cokes in, yeah. Um, I thought I'm gonna milk this. So he come up. He was like, "Mate, what what do you want?" I was like, "Well, I have a coke, mate, but." I, I do actually fancy them Quavers Big Eats. Do you know what I mean? I oh, mate, stick them on. I got about eight <laughs> packets of crisps out of the can. It was fucking brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. What you should have done is you should have asked for something expensive, not put it through the till, and bank then take it. it bank the money. Yeah. It is stealing off, an, off a vulnerable man. But it is. And from the company, technically. Yeah, fuck the company. That's it. Fuck the company. That's it. I'm off the grid. Yeah, when I worked at my place, what they used to do, there was a manager there who doesn't work there anymore, um, who allegedly um, taught us oh. how to Ooh. fiddle the ah. vouchers. Oh. So basically what people would do, they come ho- they come in, and they would say, and to my credit, it sounds like I'm backtracking. I promise you, that I I didn't because the way in which he told me, oh, you can. By the way, you can do this, make a bit of extra cash. I genuinely, now it sounds like I'm playing ignorant, but I genuinely was ignorant. I didn't know that I was stealing from the company. <laughs> like I didn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and testament to this is I had to be interviewed along with all the other staff with the the head manager and. I was fine. I got away with it. Okay. What's the most awkward thing to happen to you at work? 
it's not an awkward thing about me, actually. Right. I have a really awkward thing for a friend. And it was, it's not necessarily at work, but it was through work. And it was something he did. But when he told me, I just couldn't stop cracking up. He, uh, <laughs> so he used to work in a job that meant he was put up in hotels um, when he went away for training and stuff. And um, I promise this is about a friend because I know afterwards you're going to go, that was you, wasn't it? Um, it wasn't. Did he try and suck his own dick <clears throat> in the bath? <laughs> that was me. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, Did he book a rent boy? For God's sake, stop telling people. Uh, Why yes. are you the rent boy? <laughs> <laughs> I booked myself. Um, so this is about you? No. So my friend. Stevie's gay, by the way. For God's sake, happens. leave me There's alone. There's nothing wrong with being There's gay. There's nothing wrong. But I just know. admit it. I'm <laughs> Well, we want you to, to live your best life. Because you literally baby. are so far in Narnia. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Should I start again again? Wow. <laughs> what I meant to say, if I didn't completely fuck the joke, was you're so far in the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Jack, you're, you're so really far good. In the wardrobe, no, you're in Narnia. No, that is. Because the saying in closet, oh, you're at the wardrobe. Oh, the closet. You're so far in the closet. You're so far in the fucking closet, you're Narnia. The only, anyway. the only positive I'll take out of this is you clearly don't often insult the LGBT community too often. Absolutely. What do you mean too often? Never. Well, you're just trying. You're both calling me gay as if it's a bad thing. Right. Tell me a story about you, mate. <laughs> Jordan's just on his phone. He's sorry, had enough. Sorry. Go on. So. I had a mate who worked at a job which meant that he'd um, get put into hotels quite often um, when he went away for training, but they'd always go in groups. And he quite fancied one of the girls in the group. So, um, who is this? Do I know this person? No. Right. Um, so he quite fancied one of the girls in the group. And she kept going on for the first few days, kept going on about how bad her knee was. And he, um, at one point, she said it to him, and he went, oh, "I'm actually a um, old trained masseuse and sports was he? therapist." No, he just said it to her because he was like, "You know what? I might be able to worm my Fun way fact, in here." I am though. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, in that Four case, years sports massage therapist. You should have been there. It would have gone down better if you did it. I so um, it. he said it to be like, "Oh, she maybe if I say that, she might go, oh, you could you could help me.'" And then this is kind of way in in the hotel. Um, and she did. She was like, oh, maybe you could help me out. So <laughs> he was then so far in. He said he was like a proper trained one, fully qualified. So he then... This is never going to end well. No. So he then... Um, <laughs> he went online and um, searched all the correct words and terms. And everything to use. Oh, my God. Went on YouTube and searched how to do it. Um, and then... I don't know whether to say to his credit or not because he's lied about all of this. He actually ended up sleeping with her. He used the massage stuff. <clears throat> and my throat was going. <clears throat> he used the massage kind of technique and ended up going a bit further and um, slept with her, which is awful. Um, and then about a month later, once that had all happened, he tried the exact same thing on another one of the girls. <laughs> But the first girl had already told her that he said all of that to her. And then they all what? found out that he lied about the whole thing. What she knew. Uh, how did she find out that he wasn't really that? <coughs> I can't remember, but... Well, is it because he was shit at doing it? Yeah, I don't know if the massage was as good as it was meant to be. I love the effort, but it's a bit corrupt, that, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, it's kind I'm of like lying sure he could be sued to fuck for that. Can you? Massively, yeah. All she's got to do is say, like, oh, he's fucked up my shoulder, and then he could sue her to fuck. Oh, she for could that. sue her to fuck, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, well, this is years ago anyway. Assault so. stuff ain't great either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the massage thing. But yeah, no, but no, saying, if you want to pay out. But no, no, she she was consenting to. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, yeah, yeah. Because obviously, you don't just rub someone's knee and they go. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, so. Obviously, oh, she must have liked him a bit as well. It's just the fact that he yeah. kind of lied her into bed. Yeah, I said I laugh people into bed, but, but normally they laugh back out of it. Which is quite sad. <laughs> I think there's men and probably women up and down the country every weekend that lie people into bed. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not condoning it. But you're not you're not doing anything wrong. Like if you say if say I went out on a night out and I went up to a girl and was like, oh, I'm actually a professional footballer. And she was like, "Oh fuck that! I'll I'll get on on that kind of for their own benefit." Yeah, I've lied, but they're the ones choosing purely because I'm a footballer. Yeah, I mean they're not going to believe shallow. it. But yeah, yeah. Bit shallow. But yeah, like there's, there's ways. Yeah, you can lie to an extent. I think yeah. if you could have any normal job, right? I do. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, yours is a bit extreme. Yeah, obviously you work for big layers and that. But <laughs> if you could have any normal job, and when I say normal job, I mean like a, a common job that people have. What would you have? I wouldn't mind working in a theme park. What, as like a bumblebee or something? As a what? Like a bumblebee, like a mascot, like a big felt bumblebee. Why would that be the thing I wanted to do? I'd just like to be able to go on the rides during my lunch. Because last time I went to Thorpe Park, um, one of the guys came up to the front and he was like, I'm on break, can I jump on the ride? And they were like, yeah, get on. The, get on. Like, you can just do that. Buzzing. Really? Like a bumblebee. Oh, hey. Really? What the? Yeah. What? So you you constantly got free rides. Yeah, but I think you get fucking bored of that after 100%, 100%. a while. Imagine that every day on a ro- on a roller coaster. You just have a break, wouldn't you, and then go again? Nah, I'm not a big fan of roller coasters. What would anyway. be your normal job? I wouldn't mind being a pilot. Is that that's normal? normal? No, I wouldn't say it's normal. That's nah, that's a lot of that's training. That's bored. hard. I wouldn't mind working as one of those um, terrible security wardens. At a football game, oh yeah, because they watch sit there, game. they sit there, and they they just watch a game. And if someone runs on, they have to have a little jog on the pitch. But they don't, they never, you never see. Maybe you wouldn't anyway, so that's a bit weird. But to say, but you never see them stopping people. It's because you they... don't often go to Millwall games. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of say. But I feel like you just get to watch the games for free. Yeah, I guess. So we're True. basically we're both going. Let's work a normal job where we just get benefits. Yeah. What would yours be? I, I, I don't really know. I think it would ha- it would have to be something creative, because I've tried other shit and like I mean when I worked in a retail shop that sells pets for your home, um, basically <laughs> I'd be sat there, stood there because they didn't have seats at the till, just going into a dark abyss because I'm not doing anything creative. I just don't... It, it, it literally drove me insane, just like just the monotony of it all. And the, 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 do you know what the biggest kick in the teeth was? Was um, on the training week, they, say, they show you those you know, training videos and that, of, which are bullshit. And uh, there's this girl on one of the trainers like, what I love about working here is that every day is different. It's really fucking not. <laughs> it's really fucking not. Different it's pet, like, oh, different. fucking Margaret has gone for whiskers instead of Felix's this week. Fuck me, love. What's fun? <laughs> I like that you got regulars. What's fun? I Pen- think pension running out, girl. What's going on? I wouldn't mind being a critic of any sort. 
hotel critic go around making sure you give give star ratings for that you get free hotels all the time get the full service you'd never have to pay for anything food critic you'll go to some of the best restaurants be an arsehole film critic that's what I get to sit and watch what I am an arsehole yeah yeah Yeah. really nail on the head you you got to make this a movie critic haven't you what you've got to make this a movie critic haven't you a mate yeah oh yeah no I have a friend who does movie reviews and stuff and gets them in magazines so does he go to films for free um, yeah, so he'll always get like Netflix logins and stuff like that as well for new series that come in. So he has to watch it all before they actually get released. And oh, all that's that. cool. I often find that film critiques and that chat a lot of shit. Yeah, I agree. And a we, lot of what I argue with my friend over this because the amount of An times I'll go and watch a film and I'll go, "Oh, it's really good." And like, so for instance, the Greatest Showman. I don't know whether either of you really like it, Love but. It. I love it as well. I, think it's, I genuinely he think it's great. He couldn't stand it. And every time he doesn't like a film, what he does is tells me all the fucking Rotten Tomatoes reviews and stuff. Oh, and I'm like, really irrelevant. And then they go, yeah, but you know, it wasn't even like a true story. Like all the stuff. And re- I get it. The actual man was a bit of a dick. Um, none of what happened really happened. But as a film, if, but, you, if you just focus on the fact that it's a film, it's quite a nice film. It's a good film. Is it a musical? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know you wouldn't like it, but Not your thing musicals. That's like, Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron. I, I start getting into the film, and then I'm like, oh, singing again. <laughs> I know <laughs> they're catchy mean. songs. I know what you mean. I want to but... see. I want to see storyline. But like any yeah. film, like I could watch, and I went and watched um, now. You see, now you see me. The magic film. Fiona loves that. Quite a good film. The first. Yeah. I haven't seen the second one, but the first one, and he was just going like I mean, it finished. The twist and he is went, bullshit. But yeah, it yeah, just no. finished, and he went. Yeah, but it's all about magic. So, like, you can't be a film critic and take something down because of that. Like, yeah. But then I get where he's coming from with that because magic kind of breaks the law of any film plot. Because if there's any hole in the film, you can go magic in it. Yeah, it makes such it... a lazy way. It's like time travel, but, and it's it was all a dream. But the Fuck whole film off. was about yeah. magicians, so like you can't get around it like it's not like no but then I think it lives and dies by its own genre then I just tend to think film critics tend to try to pick at anything but then what really matters if you go onto Rotten Tomatoes you see that you get to see the actual critics, critics and then and you the see audience, audience score. score audience score is always the one to follow because yeah, you're an audience yeah because the critics can see like we'll a great down film the middle. and they often try and pick holes in it so, so yeah. they'll be like Oh, I think the direction that it went in the fourth act when the third support said this to the... We're not giving a fuck about that. We want to see if Iron Man can fly. And it's so subjective as well. Like, one person might not like it and bring the whole rating down. Mm. And, oh, yeah, so I hate that. But, yeah, I'd love to be one. You hate it, but you'd like to be one. (laughs) Yeah, because you just get to watch films. Yeah, fair play. Well, I think we are picking things where the perks just outweigh the job. Exactly. Do you know what I'd like to be? What? McDonald's, wait for it, quality checker. Go around my clipboard. <laughs> Tim! Put them select dips in, you can. <laughs> so, or, you say quality order. checker, all you're really checking is are the dips 100%. in the bag. I'm doing a <laughs> sur- the, public service. The dips can taste like shit, but as long as we're in the bag, that's yeah, enough that's to it. That's it. There we go, that's an episode I want to say about the worst jobs we've ever had. But just a moan. It's just been a bit of a grumble, but it's out there. It's Again. free content. Enjoy it, absorb it, and if you didn't, Sorry. I'll see you next week. (laughs) This has been Chat Makes Happy Hour. See you later. Bye. This was a Radio Stakhanov production.